One of the joys of living in the Fox River Valley was watching baby bison at Fermilab. Fermilab is in Batavia, and on the grounds of Fermilab, they have always had bison. And now it looks like they might be introducing bison into a Kane County Forest Preserve. I love this idea. Ben Habather is with us, the executive director for Kane County Forest Preserve. And and let's just start out. Difference between buffalo and bison, can you tell me, Ben? Uh, pretty much in name only. Uh, the the American buffalo uh, is, is a bison. Latin name is bison bison, one of the easiest ones to remember. But uh, same animal, just uh, different common names. Yeah. And, and so this sounds exciting. How are you going to go about it? And why do you want to introduce bison back into the Kane County Forest Preserve? Because obviously, 100, 200 years ago, they were there, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think most... Uh, restoration ecologists kind of dream of uh, finding some way to introduce animals back on the landscape that uh, were historically there. And, you know, we can't really, uh, haven't cloned passenger pigeons or anything like that yet, but uh, who would have thought something the size of the bison would be uh, what we could do. But uh, we're, we're looking like it's going to be uh, pretty possible. Uh, there's been some local neighbors. You mentioned Fermilab. They were kind of the first, uh, but uh, the Nature Conservancy has had success with uh, naturalized herds as well as uh, McHenry County Conservation District, which is the, the model we're copying that would be um, appropriate for a suburban landscape. So are there bison in McHenry County? There are. They beat us to it. We were we were trying to go at about the same time, and uh, so they've got them up at uh, Pleasant Valley Conservation Area, just north of uh, Huntley and south of Woodstock. Uh, they brought animals on in late 21, um, and I think just six at that time. Uh, we're looking to do it a little bit different in that we have um, mature prairie rather than starting a new restoration, so we've got grass ready for these bison to eat now over at uh, Burlington Forest Preserve. Uh, we just need to uh, get the fence up up and uh, find a farmer to work with who will uh, tend the bison on the behalf of the district. I, I worked in country radio for a long time, and there's an artist by the name of Winona, Winona Judd, and she had bison, yeah. and she always told me she was going to give me a couple of them. And then I, I figured out what kind of fencing it would take to contain bison and decided maybe that wasn't in my best um, financial interest. So that's got to be an issue for you as well, right? That that is the big ticket item, and then we've been uh, uh, kind of pleasantly surprised in what some of the fencing is, kind of like the uh, stories of the depth of the Illinois soil. Every time I hear a story about what we needed for a bison fence, it grew another foot or two. But uh, what they put up at McHenry and what's been successful is is somewhere between six and eight feet, Uh, and then you can't get away with T-posts, but you can do uh, a series of like six-inch rounds or bigger, but uh, I think the key is that you've got about four foot foot buried beneath the ground and then six foot above with with welded wire and and, uh, hot wires on the top of that it it can pretty much the farmer that uh, we've been designing some of this with uh, swears he can drive his truck into that fence so it should hold a bite. (laughs) Ben Haberther is the executive director for Kane County Forest Preserve they're going to introduce bison again now are these animals going to be farmed for meat or is this going to be a free-range herd so to speak? 
Yeah, good question. It's definitely a, a meat operation. And so it's um, it's not that the district won't be owning the bison. They won't just kind of be turned turned loose into the uh, uh, forest preserves. They will be managed by a, uh, a, you know, a private partner. So we'll be going out for uh, proposals once we have the perimeter fence built to see uh, which innovative farmer wants to work with us. And then do you find other farmers that say, wait a second, if they can have their bison there, why can't I have my cattle there? Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, we're not uh, we're not opposed to that. Actually, we'll have uh, an option for cattle. We'll be looking. The preference will be for bison. We still have to develop it. That's what uh, staff will be recommending to the commission. But uh, we'll be working with uh, President Chris Caius and Commissioner Mike Kenyon, who've been really supportive of the project to see, uh, you know, we don't want to put a lot of cost into a fence for bison and find out there's no bison farmers that want to work with us. So there'll be an opportunity for cattle farmers to, to put a bid in, but it'll be uh, secondary to bison. Uh, we have worked with uh, cattle farmers in a similar experiment down in Aurora, of all places, and uh, found that with the right stocking rate, they can uh, serve as proxies to bison in the in the prairies, and we get some of the same benefits. So uh, there there may be there will likely be other opportunities for grazing leases on public lands in Illinois. It's it's really moving in that direction. And is this all for conservation efforts? Because even though they yeah. eat the grass, more grass grows, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, I've been doing this type of work for 20 years, and at the beginning of it, it was a little antagonistic between farmers and conservationists, and now we're all kind of coming to the same place uh, on the landscape. Uh, these these systems developed with big grazers on them, so whether it's, it's cattle as a, a proxy for bison or bison themselves, uh, these landscapes need some of that. So we're talking, you know, maybe one animal for, for two to four acres in a rotational graze system, uh, because if you think of how bison moved across the landscape naturally, they, they a lot of animals would visit a small area for a short time and then move on. So that's the type of impact that we're looking to simulate. And so I had read that you're only going to have females because males like to fight quite often and maybe fencing wouldn't wouldn't be able to stop them if they wanted to get into a big a big a big scrub with each other does that mean you'll be artificially inseminating those females or will you put a bull yeah. in once a year so good good question i was i was talking to one of these bison farmers just yesterday so uh, McHenry has the uh restriction to just uh, uh cows um but uh we have not uh, the commission hasn't made that decision yet so we'll present both options and and the equivalent fencing uh for them to vote on when it gets a little closer to going to proposal but uh no bulls uh, mean no babies, and uh, artificial insemination doesn't seem like a viable option for, for bison right now. Just <laughs> I was uh, wondering how that was yeah, done. <laughs> right. I, I think you'd have to be quite the adventurous farmer. Uh, but uh, so uh, we're, we're trying to design a, a uh, uh, fence system that would allow one bull uh, so we could avoid the fighting but still have uh, – procreation babies we need babies we like to see the babies in the spring all right ben thank you so much good luck with your endeavor thank you very much thanks for the time